The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You're listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all, and welcome uh, to this latest edition of the TWBC uh, podcast. My name's Tony Lightfoot, uh, thanking you for your support once again. And uh, we are returning to uh, to the the strand uh, that uh, we started off a little bit earlier on uh, in the season and continuing all the way through to the end on tour with, uh, with Freddie Winter. And uh, the aforementioned uh, Freddie Winter is right here as we uh, as we review uh, what happened in uh, Tuscaloosa this past weekend, how are you doing, sir? Excellently, Tony. Thank you for having me. Okie dokie. All right, Malibu Open, Tuscaloosa, uh, Lyman Lander, USA, uh, second consecutive year that we've been on that site uh, for that uh, tournament. I uh, think it's safe to say that uh, that the tournament went better this year than it did last year. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I was close to first last year, so um, maybe not for me. Uh, last year, I had a runoff for the win. This year, I was half a boy off off the top score. So um, if I was going to judge it purely that way from a self-important uh, uh, and selfish perspective, then no, it was worse for me in some ways. But I mean, still second. It's okay. <laughs> okay, but you've been on the podium pretty much every water ski pro tour stop uh, so far, haven't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's been good. I was, and like I, I said to to Wade when he interviewed me when I got off the water, I was worried that, that was going to come to an end. It would be nice. I mean, it, it, it's it's a record that doesn't mean anything particularly, except for just some sort of self satisfaction. But yeah, I've been on the podium every time this year. Um, every tour event that I've entered, I didn't enter Canada, but apart from that, um, it's been all of them. And then plus the the win at Botas, and then the um, the second at Moomba. So all of the events I've entered, I've been on the podium, which is which is really nice. It's the best year I've had in that respect. Okay, you certainly got off to a better start this time around compared to the Mastercraft Pro the uh, the week before. I mean, you didn't have to battle from like last place or like first off the dock in the second round to uh, to make up to make up for lost time. But uh, but I mean, kind of kind of give us kind of give us your your what it was like from your perspective. You know, like skiing right off the dock. You know, for the you know for the, for the first round and continuing all the way through to the final. Well, like I mentioned or touched upon at least last week, um, you know, the Malibu is not a boat that we have much access to in Central Florida. That you know, we don't tend to be able to get behind it unless your name's uh, one of the skiers that are um, uh, sponsored by them. So, um, you know, we always kind of go there and adjust a little bit. And actually, it, the boat felt good. A um, little bit of an adjustment through the practice set that we had before we were allowed four passes. Um, the day before and then actually you know on the day it felt really good and I was kind of frustrated after the first round because I had a good start at 41 at 10.25 and um, yeah I just sort of lost my balance a little bit into boy three and blew the tail which I haven't been doing so much mm-hmm. but that kind of annoyed me because it was like well I, I actually was in good shape to kind of get quite far down it and in the end I was off the pace by a boy and a half from the from the top score but you know importantly I was down in fifth where if I'd have stopped at three and, and tried not and not tried to turn it, I would have been tied for third so that was annoying, um, but that's just the way the sport works. So yeah, and the next the next day, the next round, I, I had a very odd um, boy one. I don't really know what happened. I, think I, I looked at the replay a hundred times and sort of rolled back onto a flat ski, and, and I think that the, the the tail just kind of got caught and 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 did something weird that I wasn't used to. Sort of almost fishtailed. We almost thought it was something mechanical from well, the from the. To be honest with you, that's exactly what I thought. 
But I think what happened was I, I, I finished the turn and I actually was sort of moving to the weight, but I'd rolled the ski onto a flat ski. So when that happens, you've obviously got more traction with the tail of the ski than with the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, I, the, the tail of the ski almost moved away from the boat, which meant that the nose of the ski moved towards it. And I just was completely off balance and lost. So I, I, then I just wasn't able to move um, across course and was, 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 you know, only got two. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me in the final, I, I, I checked all my equipment. It was all fine. I, I you know, did all the sort of weird stuff that you do. You, I, I reset my fin to exactly the numbers that I know I like and I have been on. I, um, I, I washed the bottom of my ski just to make sure there was no, nothing sort of weird on it. You know, mm-hmm. grease, sun cream, all this sort of crap that can sort of make a difference. Or, or mud or, 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 or something. Like yeah, or potentially could make a difference. I don't know. I mean, just, just neurotic stuff that, that idiots do um, when they're nervous about their ski. And that's, you know, it, but you, got, you run through it. And, and um, I was told a story Apparently Nick Parsons saw Andy Maffle make a fin change between between rounds a number of years ago and, and said to him, that's a sign of weakness. And it is. I mean, like, I'm sure the guys who are around me saw me checking my fin and that sort of stuff. And it is a sign, it's a sign of weakness. But, you you know, I, I don't really care particularly how it looks. I mean, it just made me feel better about my ski and I could go, go out knowing, okay, I, that was just a weird situation. It's not, it's okay. not a ski and it, it's all good. So, yeah. Um, and then in the final, uh, I went out, I saw Cole go out and get a good score a couple of skis before me, Thomas Gatsby running, you know, going what ended up being the winning school right before me. And um, kind of was like, man, you know, this is, we're three or four skiers into this final. We've got, you know, all the skiers that have done better in this tournament already going out later. And I've got to go and run a big score. And I had a bad one at 10.25, good two, and then just, just grabbed early at three, made a mistake and got around four and, and tried to take the hit, couldn't do it. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I knew you're, you're, you're just, you're just getting set behind the boat. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And I then just, you sank in too much and then it was over from there. Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't do it. But, um, and then, yeah, weirdly, like things just kind of, you know, you, you don't often see Nate kind of get a, with a decent one, he didn't, you know, he didn't get to four. That was, that was an odd one. And then Will was sort of moving through and couldn't do it and, Dane fell at three. Uh, who else was there? Rob ran one and a half. So yeah, I ended up on the podium. Ended up in second, which was which was uh, which was welcome, but also a bit surprising. Yeah, the same. Uh, uh, I mean, good, but at the same time, kind of frustrating. Hey? Well, in some ways, yeah, a bit annoying because I mean, I've I've come, I've had I've had seven seconds already this year, all of them to Nate, um, with with the three wins that I've had, and uh, you know, if I'm being completely straight with you, it was a bit like, man, you know, if, if, if only I'd taken my opportunity on the one time that Nate was going to mess up because he hasn't messed up against me too much. Um, there's no. been, there's been, you know, at, at, um, at the Monaco tournament he did, uh, he needed to go and beat me and he didn't manage it. But yeah, but I mean, there you go. Look, it's all right. It's a, it's a good streak. You know, um, I, like I always say, we, we train extremely hard and, and do all things that we do, you know, not to, not to come second, but at the end of the day, second is a, is a, is a fine consolation. Um, I got paid, I got some points. Not that actually it contributed to my... T- the only way that I could have improved my score for the Watsky Pro Tour was to win. Win. It would have given me a chance of winning the... And it's, of course, if I'd have run the four and a half or whatever that I needed, I'd have had the extra two points. Yeah. And that would have actually given me a decent shot. To, if I won next week, I'd have won the Tour. So unfortunately, uh, that is out of my reach now. Third time in a year, I've come second on the Tour, um, which is frustrating. But at the same time, I can look at it like this. Like, the World Championships are coming up. Yeah. And... You know, they're important for sure. But I mean, and and you know, I'm I'm talking from position of being a solid second on the Waterski Pro Tour. So 
you know, there's probably a little bit of bias in this. I'm not naive to that. But, you know, what I can say proudly for myself is that I've proven myself over the course of the year to be the second best skier. Yeah. Because it's an average of all the events. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas at the World Championships, I mean, I could, you know, anything can happen. I could go and win the thing. I could go and I could come dead last. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a roll of the dice. And, you know, do I think that really the best skier in the world um, is, is defined by, by, a, by who wins the World Championships? less and less so I mean you know it, it, it's, it should it's in my opinion it's based on who's the most consistent and this year I've been up there with as being the most consistent so um, yeah no uh, uh, I'm going to go and give it my give it my all at the Worlds and, and I, you know I haven't been the best skier in the world this year so you could argue that I don't deserve to win the Worlds my aim is to win it yeah um, but uh, you know it, it, it would certainly be nice but no, I'm happy with my season so far. Uh, that is not me resting on my laurels, but I, I you know, it's a, it's a, another being on the podium again is another sort of confirmation that I feel like I've had um, a solid season. I've always been there or thereabouts. All right, then. So, uh, so, so, yeah. I mean, one of the very few times in the season where you you ended up getting above Nate Smith and on on the podium, you end up being second on the pro tour. You know, so something something to hang your hat on as you get as you get ready for the worlds. But let's take a step aside uh, from from you and from from uh, men slalom and focus in on some of the events that uh, you know that for one reason or another really garnered the most attention at least so far as the uh, uh, Instagram post and Facebook post and what uh, what have you that came out of this event because I mean I mean in all fairness to Malibu I mean this was a bumper tournament for them I mean considering the records that they've uh, they created I mean, an incredible tournament, you know, arguably, arguably the best pro tournament ever in some ways. I mean, I will say this, the, the men's slalom scores were not the best of the year. Mm-hmm. In fact, they were the winning scores. The, 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 it's the lowest scoring tournament of the year in terms of best score yeah. um, for the men's slalom. So, so, you know, tell me why that is. That's, that's an interesting one. But the women did. Maybe, maybe the season's just grinding, you know, to, to a certain point, you no, know, it's not that. It's not that no 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 I, mean, I don't I don't believe that for a second I don't know I don't know why that is I mean it, but uh, look and this is not me trying to be negative I'm just saying it's, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting point to make isn't it is it like um, you know all the tournaments we've had this year have been decided to you know four five and six at, at, at forty one there have been scores at five and six and then and then for the men's slalom I'm going to get to the positives in a second don't this is not to be meant as a negative but I mean it, that it 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 was peculiar it intrigued me that the men didn't ski so well on the other side the women skied incredibly uh, Regina ran the best ever score by women Jamie ran uh, five five twenty five world record Jamie uh, Bull had a best uh, best tournament of skiing of the year ran ten seven five three out of three rounds mm-hmm. and looked so good doing it too I mean like the one in the final was just spectacular um, and seems to have adapted to the ski that she had to jump on because the skis that she brought back from Europe got broke for some reason. Yeah, but I mean, I've been on three different skis since since the start of the Europe thing. I mean, you know, I think I think that the manufacturers are making skis that are consistent, and I think I don't think that's such a hard thing to adapt to. Um, I'm not saying I'm not taking credit away from her, but I mean, you know, she, if if the if the ski manufacturer is doing a, is doing a good job, you don't need to worry too much about changing skis. And so I, I think that HO's done a good job, and therefore she's on a, she's on a good ski, um, and she looks great. Uh, Alice Bagnoli ran eleven uh, once, six another time. Karen Karen um, Karen, True Karen True Love got uh, three at ten seven. I mean, like the scores the scores in the women were were really really good. I mean, yeah. sadly a small field. Um, but really, really good. The, 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 I mean, the women's jump, the third woman over 192, uh, Hannah Strouts over after, yeah, well, yeah. after, after over 190, sorry. Um, there was a 
huge scores in the men's jump. So yeah, if you if you looked at the sort of th- the three the three um, three of the four quadrants exceptional scores weirdly the men some don't understand why but yeah. I, I mean and i skied it myself i didn't feel bad and then we just didn't really get the scores at 1025 don't know why um and then of course joel poland ran an overall world record they had the the the, the tricks in it was it wasn't it was not an open event uh the tricks there it wasn't sort of open invite which i think um hopefully it will be next year so it wasn't you know part of the tour or whatever but um you know or or, or a, you know a full pro event in some ways because you know you didn't you didn't have it invites extended to to the or it wasn't open to, for everyone to compete in, um, which I think is, you know, sort of a prerequisite for, for, for a pro, for a professional win. Uh-huh. Uh, that's also why I don't count the America's Cup rubbish because it's, it's, it's not, it's only, it's only for Americans, which, yeah. you know, hey, the sport's great in, yeah, in America, it was... but it's not everything. Um, uh, but yeah, so it just, you know, Wonderful skiing, Joel Poland overall world record. I mean, two, having two world records in a pro tournament is is incredible. Having one is amazing. It's unusual. I mean, let's you know, dialing down on Regina. I don't think she's ever. I, mean, I know she's never set a world record in a pro tournament. She's, nah. she's tied it probably, but I don't think she's ever set one. Uh, I'd say ninety nine percent sure. Karina Nolan in two thousand and eight at the California um, Pro Am, which was called Diablo Shaw at the time. She ran one at ten two five. It was the second time a woman had run one at ten two five, and she tied the world record there, which was just incredible. I actually watched it on my computer you know, early webcast days. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I remember just being amazed. Now we see, you know, Jamie, Whitney, um, Regina and, and, and Ali, you know, run it every weekend. But, um, you know, that was a little while ago. Uh, it was a huge tournament, huge tournament, huge scores. And that's, and I heard Regina say at the end, she's like, well, you know, what a, what a great result. We had, a, we had two world records and then we had Thomas Agaspri, a Malibu once a skier, uh, win the tournament. So yeah, we'll, hopefully the Malibu Open will happen again. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean, go, I mean, continuing on with Joel Poland. I mean, what what was it? It was it was, it was like two at two at forty one, eleven seven twenty, and sixty nine point two for uh, for for uh, for twenty six seventy point eight zero for the uh, for the men's world overall record. I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's incredible stuff. And and I mean, you said it yourself when you interviewed him. You know, uh, one of the very few skiers that can actually do it behind any boat. Well, he's not attached to a boat company, which just blows my mind every day. The guy is a superstar, uh, the superstar of our sport in many ways. I mean, he's he, he's young, he can talk to anyone, he's a good-looking lad, um, he he's incredibly good at skiing in all three. I mean, he's like he's a sponsor's dream, and it just shows where the sport is at the moment, where the boat companies don't want to get behind him. Uh, it, you know, it's insane. Uh, we're, we're, I, I can't believe it. Joel is 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 a a dream for for you know go back 15 years he'd, he'd have been you know the number one guy with the boat contract and, and he'd be you know making a lot of money out of those world records but at the same time i'm really in some ways happy that he's he's unattached because he's going to tournaments and not pulling up one of my least favorite things to see is someone uh you know get yeah. to get to a score and then go oh i don't want to do it um i've course, seen that sermon on so many occasions yeah i, I th- yeah it's and it, it's it's sad isn't it to see that you know you want to you want to see everyone you know compete their best uh, to compete to their best level every single day um, and who knows? I mean, I think, you know, Usain Bolt's a good example in, in, in you know, 2009 or 10 or something like that. I, I saw him pull up at a, in the 200 meters. He was on world record pace and then he pulled up because he didn't, there was no world record bonus that week. And, oh. and, and, he, and he never did it again. He never beat that time. He never beat the time that he would have got. He never broke the world record again. And he thought he could do it the next weekend, but he never did. So, you know, it, it's almost, you, you, owe a, you owe a debt when you pull up to, to water skiing as a whole for not, get, not going for the, for the score that could have been the defining one. Now, luckily, Regina was behind her boat this weekend. I'm not, to be honest with you, I, I think she's been trying to turn uh, boy two at 
10 to 5 every single time she's got to it in the last few weeks behind the Nautiques and the, and the Mastercrafts but um, just hasn't you know she's wanted to for herself wanted to go and prove to herself that she can go and get those big scores but she did it behind the boat that she trains behind a lot and um, she said herself you know I talked to her and she said it's different to all the other world records she's had because she did it in front of the eyes of the world at a pro tournament with lots of people watching and I think I don't want to put words in her mouth but probably to her it seemed more legit you know you go and get a world record at some backyard tournament with like you know you've got the camera running but at the end of the day you're going out for a practice ride that's just labeled a tournament there's no there's mm. no, no particular pressure on you you've got you've got ambition but there's no pressure on you she did it with the with with pressure with people watching her um and it was it was magical and 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 i think that you know malibu boats who have supported her from very very many years and she's got 10 slalom this will be her 10th slalom world record they'll probably say that was the most valuable to them in terms yeah. of um, you know, it was done at their tournament. It was called the Malibu Open, and there was TWBC there, which is the you know we're on the TWBC podcast. This, this is the the only real show in town when it comes to webcasting it, with the eyes of the world watching. It, yeah, I mean, it was that it's special, and I think that it, in a lot of ways, I've said it before, but we have access in pro events to the best lakes and the best drivers. We don't always get the best lakes, but we have most often the best drivers. Um, or, or we're able to get behind them um, every, you know, every year, um, and these are the places where world, world records should be set. Um, and and doing it, do, getting big scores in if it's a world record or your personal best. Doing it if you're a pro skier, doing it on some lake, you know, in the middle of nowhere, where where you know who's to say if the line was properly measured, uh, who's to say uh, if the boat was going straight, you know, like all of these things. Like th- that's I think that's a bit more of a thing of the past. No one cares about that sort of. Um, I call it the amateur ranking list, you know, which was seeded off for worlds. I mean, it's it, it's 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 the one that seeds all the amateurs in the world based on their two best scores. But no one, I mean, I tell you what, like no one cares about that in the pro scene right now. No, no one cares. Everyone's just going, all right. Well, I got you know, I got my score here. I got my score here, and it, you know, it, it should be at pro events. And myself and Will Asher and Jamie Bull and 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 Regina and you know, all these people, dead we're not doing record rounds outside of pro tournaments because we have the best opportunity to go and get our best, best scores in pro tournaments because we have mm-hmm. the best drivers. We often have the best boats and we often have the best conditions. So, yeah. you know, this, this, and, and we want to do it when it counts. And, uh, you know, we always go back to that Dane Meckler example, you know, his score in inverted commas didn't count at the world championship when, the he, world, ran, when yeah. he ran 10 to five. But to, I, I, as I told him on the day, I said that was the most legit 10 to five of the year in some ways, because everyone was watching. So if, you know, someone doing it in their backyard in, 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 you know, the, the, the middle of Nebraska when no one's watching okay it goes into the school books but I don't care about it in the slightest what I do care about is Dave Meckler doing it in front of me it was incredible well so, I mean it was certainly a great tournament I mean with the uh, the skier of the day obviously was Regina Jake was I mean uh, it wasn't that obvious Joel could have had it I mean Joel I think, I think, I think Joel probably he's already had one this year and he's done it a handful more times and, and, and maybe maybe people don't um, follow overall in this in quite the same way and I think also we, we probably believe that Joel's got a bit more headroom Joel probably will break that again I'm not saying Regina can't break it but I mean like 541 was pretty amazing I mean pretty incredible and, and, and frankly you know when she ran four and a half you know it was, a, it was there was some controversy over that so to see her do it like legit 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 in front of us it was it was it was, it was great to ski great to see <laughs> yeah and I mean like Freddy Krueger as well I mean uh, bef- before we get deep into the weeds with Freddy Krueger what about Colm McCormick I mean in the men's slalom I mean he's been out largely for the for the for the uh, for the majority of the Waterski uh, Pro Tour came back last week at the uh, uh, the Mastercraft but uh, he no, he was he was in California and he was in uh, he didn't make the final in California and he was in he was in um, Calgary as well so he's, he's, he's I think number he's, 
four four tournament back. I mean, hey, not taking anything away from him, just saying he's he's been around. Um, but he's improved. In Mastercraft, he ran four at forty one in the final and, and was unlucky to came fourth to come fourth and um, and then he got around four again and actually it was a better four this time because he was trying to turn it and only slightly behind you on the podium he was in third place yeah and I mean again the scoring of a sport I complained about it in the first round but I mean I, I was I was max 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 maxed out trying to get the four uh, and getting three and a half and he and he was trying to turn it so I mean you know he in in you know truly fair world he'd have gone ahead of me on the podium to be fair all right Hannah Strauss over uh, third person only to go over 190 feet in women's jump uh, with a 192, I think it's a 58.6 meters. You know, I mean, she she's been on fire all season. We, yeah, I mean, I, I think I said it the other week. Like, she's been getting those scores in the high 180s, and these are scores that you know, the great Jacinta Carroll, who is who is arguably the best water skier of, of all time in terms of dominance, in terms of breaking world records, in terms of like you know, unbreathing streaks. Um, you know, who's to say that Jacinta would have got 193 feet and beaten her? I'm, you know, I don't know. And Jacinta might listen to this and say, oh, you know, give over. I, I'd, I would have gone and, and, and gone further. But I don't think Jacinta's had someone to challenge her, um, even even slightly for all these years. I mean, even when she was over here a couple of years ago, Hannah was not a level, at the level that she is now. Um, and, you know, it's, someone might say it's unfair for Jacinta to be in every conversation um, about Hannah's jumping, but it kind of is true because... I think it is fair because she's, you know, she is the yardstick by which everyone is measured. When, when you've got someone that hasn't been beaten, you know, she won five or six world championships in a row. She's, you know, b- pulled the world record from 190 whatever feet to 200 whatever it is, 202 feet, whatever it is. Um, you know, I, I, I think, I, I don't know. Uh, Hannah, Hannah, I'm sure, does want Jacinta to come back. And I, I hope Hannah goes to Moomba next year. And I mean, what about that? Wouldn't it be incredible if Hannah <sighs> took on Jacinta in her own backyard? The best of the best yeah, right be, there it, on it, the, under we, the lights. We haven't seen, I mean, under the lights or, or in the day, just on the river. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's always a huge crowd and it's a diff- difficult place to jump. But, you know, Hannah is um, an incredible athlete, but she's, she's reaching, uh, well, I'm not saying she's reaching her peak necessarily, but she's, she's improved. And I want to see top level Hannah go up against top level Jacinta and I think it's a shame that we're not seeing the two battle out every week and who's to say that Jacinta would win Jacinta might win everything like she has done for the last how many years it might be the boost that she needs to come back in I don't know but I, I really hope that um, we see Hannah at her peak go up against Jacinta at her peak and, and we can you know um, really see who's the best Freddy Krueger last uh, at least last three tournaments that he's jumped over 70 metres about 230 feet you know, 48 years of years of age. I mean, what 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 is there to say? Well, he so in his last six rounds of jumping, he did he did uh, he did 237 in the first round of California, and then he did 235 or 233 or whatever, um, and got beaten by a foot in the second round of California in the final, uh, beaten by Ryan. Then he did 232, and then 230 at Mastercraft prelims and final won both of those rounds and then he did 231 was it in the first round here and then and then he and he won with a 230 whatever whatever 230 I think 230 around about yeah so I mean he's he's won uh five of his last six rounds of jump and he beat Ryan Dodd in the first round at California Ryan obviously hasn't turned up to all those rounds but he beat Ryan Dodd in the first round so they're, so they're one for one one each um in the two that they skied each other Freddie has the better score the 237 it's probably the best score of the year uh, you know, again, I, I want to see the best skiers compete against each other the whole time. We don't, we don't, you know, it's, it, Freddie is, is, is just unbelievable. Uh, but looking at worlds where Ryan undoubtedly will be, and that's probably been his focus for the whole year. Been interesting for Ryan. I mean, he's turned up to, you know, he went to Moomba, went all the way to the other side of the world to Moomba, 
didn't go to King of Darkness, which was, you know, an hour and a half from his house. Um, didn't go to uh, Night Jam, which is in the same country as where he lives. Yeah. Went to California on the other side of the country, further away than Louisiana. Didn't go to Mastercraft, which is in the same state as where he lives. Didn't go to Malibu, which is, yeah, fair, pretty far away. But he's obviously, he's obviously, you know, doing, he wants to ski behind that Nautique and he wants to go and get something big at Worlds. I saw his hashtag the other day, hashtag world record. So I think he's going really, really big. He wants to go and get his 255 feet at the Worlds. Um, my God, if, he, if we'd see that, that would be something, wouldn't it? But um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Freddie obviously has form and he has confidence. He said himself that he's, he's doing good jumps, not great jumps. That 237 would be close to a great jump, um, but he's got some time before the Worlds. He's, you know, he's not competing this weekend like, like all the slalom skiers and he will build in and I you know and he I, said and he said to me when in a, in a little bit of an interview afterwards that you know so, some of some of the uh, the performance deficiencies that he, that he had a little bit earlier on were due to the fact that he was he was spending too much time chasing and rather than than thinking and concentrating and focusing on the the core techniques that he that is meant a lot to his success which is so funny because i mean it, you know there's no one more experienced in the field and he and he's he is it shows like we all do it but if he's susceptible you know when he's been winning events since 1995 then we're all susceptible and i mean you do get that you you know you he, he his the thing he says that it's really it's a really succinct and beautiful way of saying it. he says you got to focus on the inputs not the outputs and the inputs are what get you the outputs mm-hmm. if you focus on the outputs taylor garcia said that he was just trying to go big and it's not like that you, you've got to you know get your nice turn. I mean, I don't know how, how it's a jump, get your nice turn in, set your skis, build into the ramp, you know, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's a man that knows how to do it. And, and um, I'm, you know, I'm excited for the next tournament. I think, you know, everyone's going to, you know, Joel went and got his biggest jump of, of a little while. Joel, Joel had, he kept Joel came second at masters this year. Um, and apart from that, he's not had, I don't think he's even really been on the podium. Um, during the sort of six or seven jump tournaments they've been this year. So he's had almost, a, it, he's for such a great jumper that Joel is and has proven himself to be. He's got two world championship medals, uh, bronze in, in 2019 and a second last time out. Uh, he's won a pro tournament. He's the only person I think maybe, I don't know, since, since uh, let's say Jarrett Llewellyn or, or whoever to, to beat Ryan and Freddie when they, when they were both yeah. going for it. Um, Ryan had that crash at Malibu Open a few years ago. So, so um, and, and, and Freddie didn't jump so well, but anyway, um, yeah. So so Joel's had a disappointing season, but he finally got his big his big jump um, in in uh, you know in 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 a, in a pro tournament uh, in a final of a pro tournament, having yes. having not having not done. He did a great jump, two hundred thirty five in the qualifying at California. We didn't do it in the final. So uh, there's going to be a great showdown at the World Championships, and and that includes uh, Jack Critchley, who's who's finding his feet too, and I think Taylor's going to be resurgent. And um, my God, Luca Rackenwald. I mean, where the hell did he come from? Two, 62, 68, two. Yeah, and he, he's had an eight, eight feet. He's, he's improved his PB by eight feet in the last month or so. And, and this is a guy that's going to the world with a ton of confidence. He got on the podium at this event and he'll be really, really excited. Yeah, and he got the uh, the Skier of the Day award uh, last week over at Mastercraft as well to yeah, un- and, underscore. And then went and, and then went and improved again. Yeah, uh, and got on the podium, which he hadn't that weekend. I mean, yeah, and and because of the brilliance of Regina and Joel, he wasn't going to have a chance of getting it again. But I mean, you know, at the same time, he probably was he was third place in terms of his performance. All right, then. So uh, we'll wrap it up around about here. Uh, next tournament coming up, uh, the last water ski pro tour tournament of the season. It's been a long out, long old tour, 15 events, and it's all culminating for the slalom event uh, with the men's and women's here at uh, the, the Travis Grand Prix. Yeah, really exciting. It's a great event. We're going to, I mean, we saw huge scores last year, and I, I think we'll probably see them again. 
um, Will Ash's home site. Uh, and he yeah, beat me in a runoff last year. So, I mean, he'll, he'll be all over it. Um, myself, I, I like skiing there and I, and we didn't have Nate last year and he, you know, he, 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 he'll be back after disappointing weekend. And then, we, you know, there's of course, Dane, Cole, Thomas, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's all the, you know, John Travers again, home site, all these guys will be, will be all about it. Um, I'm excited. You know, it's, it's a, it's a warm up for the worlds. Uh, it's a great event in its own right. It's going to be, it's a funny format. It's going to be uh, three consecutive days of one round, which we, which we, we just don't do. I mean, that is so unusual for us. So in some ways it's, it's weird, but in some ways it's also good because it, like if we're, we're going to turn up every day, probably going to ski about the same time. It's always right after the, the amateur skiing and, and we'll, we'll sort of be able to, to uh, unless of course the weather intervenes. Yeah, but I think we, I don't know, we're we getting to the end of that hurricane season. Probably not. It's still probably still in the middle of it, but um, yeah, I, I think it'll be good and we can, we'll be able to reset ourselves after every day. And it's going to be in some ways like, you know, you go, you go and do these two rounds of qualifying a day, which I, I actually really like. Um, and, and you, you know, you, you have your, your day set out. If you don't do well in the first round, you kind of, you know, take into the second round. Uh, if you do well in the first round, you kind of like, you know, you, you kind of take the second round as a bit more of a, you know, set yourself up for the final. But this is going to be like, you know, go out and, and win each round, I think is going to be the aim. All right. Best yes, indeed, indeed. And obviously, uh, have, have you have you practiced your shooting and your and your go karting skills? No, I tend to do quite well in the shooting. I I tend to. The first year, I got ten out of ten, which was quite funny. Uh, I think I, I I had the best score of of anyone, maybe with with a couple of um, I don't know North Florida uh, country boys. Um, and then then I <laughs> then I don't know. I've sort of fluctuated, but I've always gone I've always gone pretty good in that. I'm, I'm absolutely terrible at go karting, as anyone will tell you. But it's not a, it's not something that I have any uh, degree of ego wrapped up in. I mean, I'm a water skier. I'm not a car driver, and I really don't care. I'm the guy that spins. I, I mean, I'm 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 like uh, I'm really good at Mario Kart. I'd probably beat every, most everyone at Mario Kart. But I, I but no, I, I, in a car with a wheel uh, going fast, I'm I'm absolutely useless. Um, but we'll see. Don't you know? Whatever. Who cares? I don't want to go. I've I've tended to do quite well at that event. I mean, I, the, the times where everyone laughed at me for being so bad on the go kart. I then went and won the tournament the next day um, a few years ago, and, and I was like, "Well, I'd rather have it that way around." Yeah, indeed, you, you, you can have your stupid cards. <laughs> well, we look forward to that, and uh, that uh, that uh, that competition uh, uh, commences uh, towards the end of uh, this week. This has been Tony Lightfoot on the TWBC podcast uh, with the uh, with the on tour on uh, on, on tour with uh, Freddie Winter uh, series. Uh, uh, the next uh, next uh, TWBC uh, podcast episode will be coming up very, very soon. But until that time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.